Bridges by Claire Kummer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Bridges by Claire Kummer. Characters Penfield Parker, Jr. of Parker and Son, Bridge Builders. Read by Chuck Williamson. Wally Breen, his friend, also in the office. Read by Philip Gould. Enid Birdsall, the girl who wants to have a bridge built. Read by Carmen Fulmer. Narrated by Avai. Scene. The inner office of Parker and Son on the 18th floor of an office building downtown in New York City, facing the river. At the back, a wide window looking out on the sky, which is deep blue, but changes to rosy sunset light during the scene. There is a door leading into the outer office right. On wall right, a picture of a suspension bridge. On wall left, a map of the United States. A large table with blueprints scattered about right center. A smaller table down left against the wall, on this table a walking stick and hat belonging to Penfield. Time, about five o'clock on a spring afternoon. On rise, Penfield and Wally discovered. They are in the midst of a heated discussion. The rest of the office force has gone. The large table separates the arguing pair. Penfield, down left of table, not looking at Wally. What's the matter with artists? Wally, above table. I don't know what's the matter with them. They're all right, I suppose. I should say they are all right, and I'm going to be one. I can paint, can't I? I suppose so. I know I can paint. I know you can build bridges. That's your inheritance. A fine inheritance. Bridges to build. Well? Why not do both? Did you say both? I did. I said both. Why not do both? Doesn't everybody know that doing both is responsible for all the failures in the world? Don't you have to concentrate to succeed? Well, can't you concentrate on both? How can you do two things at once? It's perfectly easy. Sometimes I do three things at once. I'm not speaking of you. Whoever did both that amounted to anything? Well, I'm sure there have been people. Only you get me so excited I can't think of them. Well, who? Who? I've thought of one. He was just what you are too, Pen, an architect. And he broke loose and did something else. Ruskin. John Ruskin. Nothing to do with the case. Ruskin was a writer, pure and simple. Well, I don't know how pure and simple he was, but I know he did two things at once, and did em darned well. I don't want to be an architect. I don't like anything about it. I don't like blueprints. Taking one up. I hate the color of em. Isn't that horrible? That blue is positively profane. I don't like measuring things. I don't like arches and rivets. I want to paint. That requires a man's life. 
and I'm perfectly willing to give mine. And, incidentally, your father's. You don't think it's going to kill the old man, do you, if I leave the office? It might. Picking up long envelope and document attached. If your father knew you'd got the commission to build this bridge and thrown it down, I think it would come pretty close to finishing him. Well, I won't let him know it. I'll just tear it up right now. Give it to me. Wally, without giving up the envelope. Why, Pen, it's tremendous. With all your father's done, he never had anything like this. It puts you right at the top. Why, a bridge like this, it'll be in all the geographies. It'll change the map of the world. The map of the world's all right. I wish people would let it alone. And there's something so inspiring about it. A beautiful bridge spanning a river. Think what it might mean in wartime. Think of seeing an entire regiment marching across the bridge in perfect step. The bridge falls down if they do that, you know. Well, marching any old way as long as they get across. But what's the use? You're going to give it up, and I may as well get out before I'm fired. Lays envelope on table. Fired? Why, they'll need you more than ever. Who will? I don't believe there'll be any Parker and Son. Anyway, your father only let me in because he thought it would please you. I'll never be anything in this business. I only love it. That's all. All? Why, that's the whole thing. That's why I expect to be a good painter, Wally. Because I love it. I know. You can afford to expect things. I can't. When you paint your first sunset, that lets me out. I promise that you shall stay in this accursed place till you have a long gray beard, my dear fellow, <laughs> if that's what you want. Thanks, but— Oh, my first sunset. It's going to be one that I saw at Marblehead last summer. Saffron and mauve, with the sky turquoise and some puffy clouds smudged in with your finger, lined with rose and gold. I don't know where the rose and gold came from, but there they were. I wouldn't start in on a sunset like that if I were you. I'd try a quiet one. I shall start in on the noisiest sunset I can think of. I'll go forth to be a painter joyously, Wally, with bells ringing and— A table bell in the outer office rings. Hasn't everyone gone? A knock on the door. Enid opens it. I beg your pardon. Is it all right for me to come in? Certainly. Come right in. I thought perhaps I ought to wait out there until someone asked me who I wanted to see, but there was no one to ask me. <laughs> I should be out there, but, you see, I'm in here quarreling with the firm. Enid to Parker. Oh, are you the firm? <laughs> I'm the son part of it. My name is Birdsall. Enid Birdsall. Well, can we do anything about it? Any relation to Rufus Birdsall? Excuse me. Introducing Wally. This is Mr. Breen. How do you do? Yes, he was my great uncle. How splendid. You mean because he's left me all his money? No, I didn't. 
That's splendid, too. But I meant we're sort of related, because he was in my great-grandfather's class at college. Really? I didn't know they had colleges then. Oh, yes. They had colleges and campuses and everything. Yes, indeed. Why, yes. Penfield, wishing to check the garrulous Wally. Mm, pardon me for interrupting, but what did you want to see me about? Well, maybe I shouldn't have come at all. I, I mean, I'm not sure that this is the sort of place where one asks about such things. Why, of course it is. You can ask about anything here. Uh, just a moment, Wally. What things, Miss... Uh... Enid. Enid Birdsall. Was it all right for me to ring the bell out there? I saw it on the table, and I... Perhaps I shouldn't have rung it. Certainly. It was splendid. But that's not what you wanted to ask me about, is it? No. Why, you see, I want to have a lot of things done by reliable people, and Uncle Rufus talked so much about you, about Parker. Your father's name is Parker, isn't it? Yes. So is mine, as it happens. Yes. Uncle Rufus said that everything that Mr. Parker had anything to do with was so splendid. I hope he included me. Your father built a suspension bridge when Uncle Rufus was in Congress, and that seemed to endear your father to Uncle Rufus. It probably endeared your Uncle Rufus to my father. I don't know why a suspension bridge should endear people to each other particularly. They might have gone through a lot of suspense together. But you were saying... Oh, yes. Well, you see, I want to make... Five hundred acres up on the Hudson, perfectly beautiful, as a sort of memorial to Uncle. And then I want to make about five acres beautiful, just a little way, for me to live on myself. And one thing I especially want. Is that right for me to go on? Go right on. It's fine. Penfield, offering chair. Sit here, won't you? Enid, taking it. Thank you. You see, there's a darling little island just a little way out in the river, with trees and rocks and everything that cats and birds and little animals love. I want to have it fixed up for my pets when they get old. You know, pets don't like to be talked about. They don't like to have people say, Poor old Fido, he must be nineteen. He really ought to be chloroformed more than we do. And they know when people say those things. Well, I want to separate them from people. So I thought of the island and having a darling little rustic bridge. Oh, a bridge. I should say a landscape gardener is what you want. Penfield, giving him a severe look. I build bridges, don't I? Then we can really talk about it? Certainly. I'll get a piece of paper, and you can describe the place to me. Goes to table for pad and pencil. It seems queer to do all that for animals. Does it? But animals are so wonderful. I know, but... Animals are just as nice as they know how to be. But we're not, are we? I'm so sorry for them that they have to be with us. Penfield. Returning. Now, what's the shape of the island? 
he sits on left end of table it's sort of long at one end and round on the other and hilly in the middle penfield sketching rapidly as she speaks anything like that showing her what he is doing precisely like that you want some sort of a building for the old pets to live in don't you of course and i want a lovely fountain like an italian fountain with part of it sunk in the ground for them to drink out of my idea is that they will become sort of wild in a nice way and that they'll prefer drinking under the trees to having water bowls in their house penfield sketching i see jungle stuff all meet at the fountain at five yes the way they do in kipling's books are these animals all friendly oh yes the cats and the dogs and the birds there's no trouble about that but do you think they'll remain friendly living in this way oh yes because they'll all sort of get wild together you see penfield showing sketch how's that oh how did you do it all in a minute it's perfect and that railing it's just the kind of a one gilbert loves to lie on you're wonderful mr parker gilbert he's the oldest cat wally strolling down right are you going to have any pictures in the animal house because i know a very fine one of a sunset it's not finished yet but i think almost any cat that cared for a sunset would like it pictures why i don't want pictures in my own house penfield looking up see if there isn't a book on italian fountains in the library out there in the office wally will you certainly excuse me just a moment exit wally penfield seriously laying down pad tell me why don't you like pictures why i just don't like to have them around do you i mean if the wall is nice but why they prevent me from seeing my own pictures i guess when life is wonderful when real things are wonderful that we see ourselves pictures are disturbing don't you think so oh disturbing yes that was the only trouble with uncle rufus he collected pictures they were everywhere strange people's grandfathers and grandmothers and artists pictures of themselves and madonnas and ballet dancers and girls with oranges and fish and vegetables you couldn't get away from them one evening i remember i sat by the fire in the library it had been such a wonderful day and i was living it all over again i looked up and my eyes rested on the picture of a large pumpkin a perfect pumpkin you could have taken it and cut it up and made it into a pie only the trouble was no one had think of my beautiful reverie interrupted by a pumpkin uncle paid thousands of dollars for it but don't you like pictures of the sea and sunsets 
why i've lived by the sea through nearly all my summers and my eyes when they're closed are full of sunsets strange isn't it when you came in i was just talking of becoming an artist oh don't that is don't if you can help it because you don't like pictures oh no not that but people who paint and write and do those things well they're out of it aren't they out of it yes i mean they miss everything while they're painting and writing we're living when they get through if they ever do it's too late or they're too tired they must be you can't do both it's impossible penfield looking at her curiously uh, but you wouldn't have people stop writing altogether would you no they have to of course and it isn't so annoying anyway books don't stare at you like pictures what a horrible idea stare at you yes they do don't they of course there are times when they might come in if you had just killed somebody and looked up and saw judith and the dagger it would be all right or if you'd had fish for dinner and were thinking of it and looked up and saw a large plate of mackerel and whatever goes with it by who was the wonderful fish man don't i beg of you no because i didn't come to talk about pictures we're not getting on at all penfield looking at her with interest oh i don't know about the plans i mean oh well you know it seems to me that before we can really get anywhere i must see the place actually see it this is all refers to sketch just what we've been talking about pictures it doesn't mean anything how do i know there is an island i want to see it i hoped you would when do you want to start the work on the bridge and so on i thought in the fall i'm going to be away traveling the summer oh that's too bad is it why well only that the best time to build bridges is in the spring they well they seem to thrive better somehow do they well i don't have to go away but could you do it this spring you must be so busy i don't like to ask you to build my bridge before you do anything else because you must have such important ones to do i haven't anything important just one small commission that can wait picking up contract and laying it down again well when could you come would tomorrow morning be too soon i know i can't imagine anything sooner better i mean enid taking card out of her bag here's the timetable and if you're not afraid i'll meet you at the station i'm afraid but do it i say that because i'm just learning to drive my car don't without someone with you promise me you won't and and i'll tell you if you could only stay until tomorrow i could that is if you'd let me i could drive you up in my car 
oh how splendid but would it be all right i mean i feel as if i ought to ask someone and i haven't anyone to ask but you do you really think it would be all right i know it would it would be magnificent you see i'm all alone in the world and when i say alone i really mean it i've no one to be responsible to but margaret hendley my old nurse she lives with me and i consult her about everything it's wonderful because she's such respectable ideas and yet she always agrees with me because she loves me so you see i see she's such a dear and she's a little deaf too would you mind if she went up with us in the car mind i should say not from your description she must be altogether delightful they go to window where the glow of the sunset is deepening enid seeing the sky out the window oh what a beautiful sky what a wonderful sunset isn't it now honestly wouldn't you like to have a picture of it but i have it enter wally they do not notice him enid looking out of window oh look it's changing it's getting pinker penfield watching her beautiful wally exits rings bell in outer office and enters again well i found a book on italian fountains of the time of benvenuto cellini couldn't you find something a little earlier or a little later i might enid to penfield but i must go really i must i think it's just wonderful of you to do this for me but i do think it's important to have bridges built right don't you even if they're only little ones oh most important big bridges are splendid with trains rushing over them and ships sailing under them but little rustic bridges are sweeter don't you think so mr breen sweeter oh yes yes undoubtedly and then yours with all the animals going over to the old lady's home why that's going to be a very affecting spectacle enid to penfield good-bye until to-morrow you will hear from me the very first thing in the morning we must let margaret decide it of course but i'm sure she'll say yes when shall i call for you about seven o'clock and where at the st regis all right i'll be there wally to penfield aside you'll be in bed in case i should be detained you might call up my house gives her card thank you good-bye i shouldn't have said all those things about pictures i'm so glad you did good-bye exit enid wally returning to the original argument well are you going to build the bridge wally i'm going to build such a bridge as was never seen before i'm going to have roses on the bank where the bridge takes off those climbing spreading rambling roses they will reach out to the bridge and they will climb all the way across it it will be actually a bridge of roses then what will you do 
I'll go and stand on it. That's not what the specifications call for. I should think it would look funny all covered with those things. What bridge are you talking about? The bridge for the government. Oh, I'm not going to touch that until fall. But you will do it then. Hurrah! After all, Wally, there is something wonderful about bridges. The bell rings. The door opens. Enid enters. Why, the elevators have stopped running, and I want to ask, is it many flights down? Only eighteen. He crosses to table left, takes his hat and stick, returns to Enid, holds the door open for her. Allow me. Exit Enid, followed by Penfield. Wally looks after them with a benign smile. Curtain End of Bridges by Claire Kummer